welcome welcome to an emergency podcast of wrestling brain uh it is tuesday lunch or tuesday breakfast josh uh first thing he did was jump out of bed and text me and said we got to go live about this i was a canadian tire crappy tire if you will i said absolutely i agree with you brother we are live it is uh, a huge day a huge moment um we have talked in the past about aw and wrestling and, and what is so fun is the transactions and one of the questions i asked early on in this company's history well who will be the first to go the other way who will be the first to go from aew and leave and jump ship and go maybe back to new york the answer to that apparently is cody rhodes a very exciting day uh news came out i want to say two hours ago from uh, srs of fightful was like breaking news apparently cody is maybe leaving and then of course aew put out the statement Josh, uh, bright and early in the morning. How are you, first of all? And and second of all, how are how are you feeling with all this? Good morning, Zoobs. You're right. The first thing I did was get on the horn and text my brother. Because when there's wrestling shit going down, there's only one man that I got to connect with. And that's the Zoobs. So, Zoobs, I, I wake up. You know me. I'm an early riser. I like to be yes. up early. I like to attack the day. So, I wake up. And I have, of course, the Discord behind my Patreon wall, right? Mm-hmm. And usually, I'm sort of... Not among the first to chat, but people are sort of jostling and waking up. Even the East Coasters, maybe they've gotten to work, this sort of thing. This morning, I come to, and my Discord is a machine gun. And I go, what the, what the hell is going on? So I open it, and I catch one of the messages soaring by <laughs> of the, of the. I think I saw actually the Tony Khan uh, statement first. And maybe we'll, we'll pull up all these throughout the stream. And we won't be going too long, of course. Good morning, everybody. Uh, and Zoops, I gotta tell you, I haven't, I went from groggy to like eyes the size of saucers, electrocuted awake in the span of about 30 seconds this morning. So I am doing great. I love talking about the biz. I love talking transactions. And this is probably the biggest one. So let's, let's maybe talk about the elephant in the room out the gate. Uh, do you want me to lead here and give my opinion, real or fake? Please. Worker shoot. Now, I understand why people are so hesitant to, to say, oh, you know, he's going for sure. Because no one wants to look like they got worked, especially since I will berate you for so long if I catch you doing that and then brag about how it's never happened to me. And you'll be like, oh, God, I gave him license again. Uh, but to me, this is clearly real. Uh, I don't even I, I, I don't know what level of, of wrestling brain, New York pill, whatever you want to call it, is happening that Cody would put out a statement. Tony Khan would put out a statement. And Sean Ross Sapp and Dave Meltzer would uh back that up to me to me i am treating this in my heart this is happening there, yeah. there isn't even a question to me that this might be a work i i think very clearly a real happening cody and brandy Rhodes exiting all elite wrestling zoobs are you on the same page as me here how about you chat where are you on this one is cody is cody leaving for sure like i think or am i uh am i going too hard in the paint here? uh all an all-time work if this is a work like all like all-time uh understanding the machinations um part of it people seem to be like i don't know people seem people seem like to think that the that the wwe is some sort of like a mission of of something i think it's like a huge is it, you want to go you want to go all the way back to like what would dusty do he would do exa- exactly what dusty Rhodes would do <laughs> is up, up his value as high as he possibly could and continue to make the most money i don't think there's anything um to be to be looked down on and embarrassing it's just it's, it's shrewd um he he clearly established his value as a very valuable guy um, and made himself wanted in it after for years, you know, before he was released, not being wanted and not being valued. He went out and proved it and, and like helped change the wrestling world was an integral part. Like regardless of what you may think of his work, 
he's undoubtedly an integral part of AEW uh, existing from from the standpoint. So, um, in I think some ways, he's the most sure. important part. Mm-hmm. Like he's in the discussion for the most important defector to get this thing all rolling. Now, it depends. People like to credit the Joey Janela spring breaks, Alpha versus Omega, Cody going to leaving. New Jer- like there's there's a confluence of things that come, but Cody is a part of that. And no matter. I listen, frankly, I think when he returns to AEW, his DNA will still be in there. But you're absolutely right, Zeus. This feels very Cody to me. Um, absolutely. Now, th- I understand why people are asking so many questions, though, because it doesn't feel right relative to what we've seen in wrestling before. It draws up questions of, well, how long was Cody's initial founding EVP contract with AEW? This, this strikes me. The other thing, what happens to Go Big Show and Roads to the Top? Both things that he's taken, what, in cumulative months off during his run. To Obviously something that he wanted to grow. He wants to be entering the mainstream as a celebrity. Maybe he feels like WrestleMania is a more direct route to that, and I can understand that line of thinking. But does he abandon these shows with that, or does he stay with TBS? I understand why people go, and then you just dropped them, and Brandy's on TV last week. He's on TV in a, a prominent spot two weeks before. It's not, it's not a usual situation and yet very clear if you start doing the backwards math if you start looking who will be the first evp to leave who's going to be the first person on this roster to go back to new york i think we have been asked that question i think we both said it would be cody uh at points in time so i'm going to throw it back to you here i'm going to pitch it to zoops this next part a lot harder to say or, or to guess accurately but where specific question here and i'll ask the chat too where is the next place we see cody rhodes pop up I think he's headed back to New York. I think it makes all the sense in the world. I think he's always sort of had the trappings of a a New York guy. And uh, listen, I, I think, you know, we make a lot of our sort of situation here and be like every single person there wishes they were in AEW. And, and, and it's it's perfect when you go to AEW, right? It's this, this, it's this utopia. It's this perfection. Yeah. And, and the reality is that we're, we're, we're pretty rose-colored. We're, we're excited that there's a product that we like that's on television. But if you are given an opportunity, you know, he, it's not like he was – uh, first of all, not, he wasn't beloved. He was he was getting booed, and 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 you know you could say, oh, he was playing three D. I want to talk to all the to all the he was playing three D chessers uh, right now. Yeah, wow. <laughs> we got we got one that segment. Day. We got one that segment, day. and then he bolted. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess the heel turn is, is so big that he's leaving the company, uh, to yeah, not you've get... been a long-term Cody <laughs> defender. I suspect you're just never coming back. I Four, presume yeah. we've lost you as a viewer. You're, Four uh... years from now when he comes back to AEW <laughs> yeah. and gets booed again. <laughs> yeah, Whoa! I told you! I told you. <laughs> I'm going to jump into the chat here if I can, Zoobs, and see what, uh, people are saying on this seismic day in the wrestling world. Danny DeRoche is saying, more interested in what Zoobs is having for lunch. Yeah, what are you chomping on there, Zoobs? Uh, this is sort of like a pre-lunch. I, I haven't. I had a peanut butter sandwich, and now I'm just having uh, uh, some uh, orange slices. So I think it's a Clementine. Sounds good to me. Tor Pendle is saying there's no way Sean Rassap with torpedo is credited as a serious journalist. That's right. Although That's important to remember, pro wrestling journalism not real. Okay. Um, <laughs> Giesbeck saying, how can he go to WDE when they won't let him botch blades? <laughs> now Cody's gonna be bleeding a lot less coming out here. Uh, Paceball saying Meltzer reported they removed Shibata's brain during his operation. (laughs) 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 Dr. Dave, not exactly what I'm going to on this. Uh, Natty Mac posing that Cody might be going to Dragon Gate as Stardust to form a heel faction with the remnants of Red and Masker. So everybody's got some great jokes, but I'm curious if people actually have guesses as where he's going to go. Eric Hartman saying he's heading to New York. 
but stopping to win the NWA title from his buddy Matt Cardona first. Of course, Matt Cardona mm. picking up the NWA title off Trevor Murdoch this week, and the NWA title holds a lot of personal meaning to Cody Rhodes. Of course, friends also with Matt Cardona. Could that be a stop here, Zoobs? Picking up, I, I think he'd do that after, right? He can't show up on New York TV with the NWA title, can he? Or maybe he can. It was the first thing he did, right? Basically, after leaving, more more or less, the first thing he did was yeah, uh, first pursue. major thing. Um, maybe he shows up just to award the Dusty Rhodes Cup. Um, that's a good question from Jigsaw Nerd, a first time chatter. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, I think he's I think he's headed back to New York. I think it's I think it's pretty it's pretty safe and and wants the like hero's return wants the wants that opportunity because you know again we talk about sort of this utopia and this safe haven and this 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 place that AEW is for for wrestlers. Um, you are still more famous if you're in WWE. Like there's there are people that are there are people that are CM Punk obviously. It, is sort of independently famous of of the thing in their guys because of WWE. And that's exactly right. Exactly right. So um, you know, it, it, not everybody wants to constantly be falling off ladders, and and you know, it, it, if it's a little easier work style, and you get to be a super huge celebrity, and you get to have a family. Like the thing about those contracts and that and that space is, if you're in a position like the top guys in that company are to call your shots a little more, to build your contract in a way that you feel you deserve, uh, it's a, it's a it's great to make a ton of money and and be famous and travel the world. It's it's awesome. And, and you know, he was a guy that we remember was sort of stuck um, lower mid card. I expect if he goes to New York, he's going to be one of their top guys. He's going to be one of the guys that they build stuff around. Um, so like I see the appeal. I I I, I understand that there's we have a, a fairly hardcore wrestling fan fan base and people that come in here to watch us talk about AEW, but um, I think lost in the, like, the show isn't as much for us anymore, is it's like, it's not like you're out in the sticks, like, and you're going to be berated, like, it's not going to be 100% amazing the whole way, but there's appeal to it, there's, and, and, and personally, I personally am thrilled that this, that this is happening, because this is what is so fun about sports and entertainment and, like, the transactions, and now that it's going both ways, I'm I'm I was like I was really excited about this when this news came out. So I'm super happy that you wanted the emergency stream too. Zoobs, I want to dive in into sort of more specifics of what you're talking about there in terms of his specific placement in New York, Dusty Cup involvement. First, I would like to remind everybody, thank you for showing up on this time theft morning stream. But if you wouldn't mind dropping a follow, considering a subscribe, we do this every Wednesday after AW Dynard. It's these Zoobs and I breaking down the show. And every Monday morning, Paul Sebastian talks to you about the wrestling world. Uh, so check out Wrestling Brain First Contact. Check out the A-Double Dudes and drop us a follow if you nasty. If you listen to this on the podcast feed, hit follow on, on Spotify. Hit a rate and review over on the Apple iTunes store and we would greatly appreciate that. And finally, Wrestling underscore Brain on Twitter is where we meet most of you. That's where we'd like to follow us. Please head on over to Twitter, Wrestling underscore Brain. These Zoobs, the Dusty Cup, a tag team title tournament named for, I don't know if you know this, Cody Rhodes' father, Dusty Rhodes, mm. is currently going on. The finals tonight, the Tuesday timing seems to me is interesting. Is there even a fire's chance or a spit, what do they say? Spit's chance in hell? I don't spit. know. <laughs> well, y'all know what I'm trying to say. There's even a small percentage. You know, I'm trying to find... Snowball's chance in hell? Soups, is there a snowball's chance in hell that Cody Rhodes shows up to give out the Dusty Cup winner's trophy tonight on I, NXT? I think pretty I think pretty pretty clearly not, I would say. Okay. I don't think you bring him back to be like to be on NXT. I don't think that's the spot. 
That well, maybe you're forgetting that Dusty Rhodes is his father. Is there a chance of that? Yeah, I still know. Maybe, like I, I guess I don't know. I, you know, obviously I don't follow the booking nearly as closely, but uh, I don't. I think that's. I'm gonna go with highly unlikely as sort of the the phraseology that I would word word there. It's uh, yeah, I think I agree. I'm not expecting him to show up there, nor the NWA. I think the next time we see Cody Rhodes pop up is probably a Monday Night Raw three removed from WrestleMania, something like that. Yeah, Road to WrestleMania uh, and- to maybe fight Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is if I'm reading the news that I saw, oh, maybe we could talk about the Austin thing and how it strikes you a little bit here. Um, but I, okay, is are he and Brandy? headed straight headlong for a Miz and Maurice match. Is that what's going on here? Might we get Triple H and Steph? We're, I think a mixed tag, given that all the announcements are Cody and Brandy have left. I think a mixed tag at Mania is probably where I'd put my chips in if I had to go somewhere. Are you feeling the same, Zoops? I think I think Triple H and Steph. That's sort of my my instinct. Maybe, maybe, maybe Miz and Maurice. Maybe you want to say Edge and and uh, and Beth. But I think the, the, the beef, mm, like right. the, mo- the moment he left... The shots he was firing were at Triple H, basically the, the throne, the, all that stuff. I think it's pretty easy. We know WrestleMania, if they're talking about um, bringing back Stone Cold Steve Austin, then they're obviously bringing back fucking Triple H for a match. You're, 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 you bring out every single card that you can play, uh, and we know that they do that. I think Triple H and stuff is, is it's a reasonable it's a reasonable expectation for that to be what, they're, what they plan on doing. Yeah? Well, Zoobs, it's like you always say, what's WrestleMania without a 30-minute psychology classic? That's uh, that's mandatory. There's two guys who love themselves a 30-minute psychology classic. Tri- Triple H and Cody. It's funny that Cody shoots on him so much because the the spirit, you know, the spirit. It's very similar in those yeah, two. Yeah, they're, they're mirror images of each other. A couple messages in the chat. Triple H can't wrestle because of heart issues, and Triple H isn't wrestling. So there you go. Trust me, I know. I... I suspect hard issues included, if it was to work anything, a mixed uh, tag would be something that, I mean, maybe not. Not that Steph is some sort of elite worker. But... <laughs> yeah. Let's stay, stay on the apron right. and let Steph and Brandy work it out. <laughs> yeah, there's the... Steph, do you... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tag in for the pedigree at the end, honey, but if You're you gonna need just... to get a bigger stadium. <laughs> you gotta get them thinking we're gonna lose. 28 minutes of selling. Walk and brawl. 28 minutes, honey. Then I tag in. Pedigree. One, two, three. Get him up again. Pedigree. One, two, three. Uh, Triple H booking. Um, so let, let's talk about this, Soups. You and I are not, um, what would you say, people who enjoy watching the New York program uh, a great deal. I think I still tune into the pay-per-views more than you do. I would say maybe you catch the big four, five two. sort of thing, whereas two, we're down to Rumble and Mania. There are... You know, I don't think there is a yeah. I, I didn't watch SummerSlam or Survivor Series last year. Those right. Are the, th- those are three and four. Um, yeah, fair enough. We we did a Money in the Bank post show. Is that right? Anyway, we're you both... did a Money in the Bank post show and I produced it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's an important <laughs> distinction. You're right. So that's exactly perfect for this setup. Then, what does Cody potentially defecting to New York do for your interest in their product on whole? Now he's still ultimately ten minutes of a three hour program. I doubt the Zoom's gonna be tuned into Monday Night Raw live every week. But will you be following it, keeping an eye on it more? Does it do something for your Richter meter of attention going up for the New York Territory? <laughs> Cody's name on Twitter is still AEW Community Outreach. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> um, is it really? It is. Oh, that's too good. Um, that's too good. It, it, it'll be... Whoopsie. Whoopsie. I'm the wrong. I was on the wrong one there. It'll be. Uh, it'll be. Look at that, you flipped around. I Sorry about that. Yeah, 
that's crazy that it flipped around like that. Um, it'll be about about where it is right now. In that, like, if a clip or something comes comes away, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna be checking it out and definitely be looking at it. I'm I'm not about to sit down for three hours on Monday and be like, he can show up at any time, right? I'm sort of uh, 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 aware enough that like when it happens, the internet will let me know and I'll I'll be able to check it out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep tabs on what he's doing because, this again, this is what's so fun about wrestling is sort of the mystery and, and the the knowing but not knowing, right? We know he's going to be somewhere and it's going to be a surprise. We don't know when and where. I'm not about to, like, dedicate nine hours over the next three weeks. I, don't, I, can't, I can't miss it live. But I'm interested to see. Like, it, it's – we've said many times, like, the product hasn't been for us lately. But I'm not sitting here, like, saying that, like, if it becomes good, I'll never pay attention to it again. If it becomes good, I would be thrilled. If he goes over there and is able to say, like, this is what I've learned in my time away. This is what fans want. This is the direction we should go. And infects a little bit of change, which I don't know if that's possible or not. I have no idea. But, it, you know, I would love for these both to be good shows. I would love for there to be a, a great pay-per-views, you know, 15 times a year. That would be awesome for me. Um, they're, they're obviously on a low. I think it's it, in terms of... Uh, interest uh, from from folks like us, I think it's at a low as it has been in in probably a decade plus. The Rumble was terrible. Uh, they have, you know, it, oh. it, it does, it's not going to take a lot for it to look like a better product. Um, but yeah, I'm not about to be glued to it. I'm not about to be like uh, like if they if he does come back, I'm I'm not going to sit here and commit to like oh I'm going to have to watch his match. I know what Cody Rhodes matches look like. I know what Cody Rhodes stories look like. The return and that surprise is sort of what is appealing. My brother, early 90s pants in the chat, saying it best. This motherfucker Cody, man. Yeah, that's that's largely how I agree. And Jay, echoing your chat, your uh, thoughts in the chat, Zoom, saying, they had an awful Royal Rumble. Cody showing up wouldn't make me watch anything I normally wouldn't. So maybe him at Mania. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be watching WrestleMania regardless, so it will be better for me if Cody is there out of interest. And I will, like you, Zoom, I will watch whatever Twitter or YouTube clips go up if he's feuding with somebody and there's promo offs and whatnot. I'm definitely interested in that. But I actually think Double X 307 hits, hits the nail on the head here. I won't read the full comment, but he's saying Cody won't get super over. They won't be super impassioned because that doesn't exist in New York. He'll yes. get a huge return pop. That's correct. And then what are we dealing with? Like, after Mania, is there Cody Rhodes is going to be booked like everybody else in fucking New York, which means some some 50. So I don't know. It's like you say, Zoobs, is there this silver lining version where he's like, hey, here's what they're doing over in AEW. Maybe we, I know we're a different thing, but maybe we could, you know, my world could exist a little of these quality things. In AEW, the Cody verse was a real thing. Maybe in New York, it could be the same spot. But yeah, I don't, do I think Cody has the best chance at getting over in New York? No, I don't think he's, I, I, I think people struggle to do it. And I don't think he's your number one seed to be able to get it done. The uh, piped in now, piped in crowd pop should be. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not even going to be a real crowd. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. They'll just use the old ones from a different, oh, from yeah, a different spot. Yeah. Is there a chance we get a Stardust return, Zoobs? This is something I see a lot on Twitter. Now, listen, I don't think he makes his initial return as Stardust, but I actually like the Stardust character. I think some pivot to that during this run could be interesting. Any thirst for that out of these, Zoobs? Not especially, uh, it, you know, only in in the interest of keeping things fresh and keeping things moving. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think so. Um, I do actually want to read. I want to read Cody's statement because it's a little longer than uh, the common one. I don't know how well it looks uh, on the screen. It says, I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised, and I've been lucky to be a part of that. First, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it. It was an honor to work for him and to know him on a personal level. He's a beautiful soul. 
Obviously, I need to thank my incredible wife and mother of my baby girl, Brandy, for all her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationships she fostered with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. Those two, whether they know it or not, took an undesired and not confident little cub and gifted me the confidence to become a leader of the pack. Kenneth Omega, Chris Jericho, Chicken, we started the fire. I must thank Tim W., Keith M., Greg W., and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace. I can't name everybody, but thank you, Mega, Margaret, people, 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 the heart, and the hardest worker in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up and kicking me in the ass when I was running on fumes. I must thank all the kiddos, and he goes on to name MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, The Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spears, Juliet, Anna, Will, Wardlow, Sonny, Fuego, One, and of course, Minus One. And while we're at it, give Jade the Cody Vader. Uh, do you know what that means? No, do you? I don't know what a cultivator is. Uh, probably behind the scenes. Is that what he calls? Is that what he calls the? He used to call it the Din's fire. That vertebraker he does. Probably then. Gets the guy over the legs. Yeah. Uh, also, Maybe he calls it cultivator. Need to take a moment to thank the great partners at Warner Media, including Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and beautiful memories of this Renaissance through sweat, blood, tears, oh. literal fire, and all that. I left it all on the mat. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered to lead at the company and the community o- outreach team. In, such, in most inward moments, your outward behavior and your ability to take fame, influence, and do something of value for the communities you visit, whether cameras are on and off, is the highest honor. I am confident Amanda Huber will lead the department with style. I'm proud of my credentials and creations and contributions and the items that I coll- supported or collaborated with such wonderful professionals. Thank you, fans. You did the work. Let's live forever. Zoom's chat pointing out the Cody Vader is, of course, the middle. Uh, Everybody comes out yeah. of, uh, Thank you, chat. Silly. Thank you, chat. Silly you, of chat. us to not get that. A good statement, right, Zoobs? That is a, a good way to leave somewhere. Saying, <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate everybody, even if they may not know it in this moment. I see lots of people on Twitter saying that the Young Bucks book actually goes into a little bit of Cody feeling the burnout and disillusion with the whole thing. And that the Bucks felt a bit more like the propulsion engine behind it. Sure. And Kenny was happy to be on top and Cody was sort of not so sure. Um so yeah, that that was secondhand information Twitter saying about the book, but cool. worth noting all the same. It makes sense. I want to talk if we can a little bit, Zoobs, and we won't go too much longer here. Just wanted to do a little bit of a, a stream. I've got to get back to work here, of course. But uh, I do want to say, what the fuck was that Dan Lambert promo two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, doesn't make a ton of sense. I am also happy. Um, I'm happy that we got the great Cody ladder promo. That was like. That was as much as he was like, I don't know if I'm going to wow, get the chance to say this. Point. I don't know if I'm going to get the chance to have this moment. Uh, he had it and and jumped on it. So kudos to him. I thought that was a great. If that's the last thing we see of him, though, that match and that promo uh, go out with sort of his best work in the entire company. I would say other than maybe other than maybe the early uh, Dustin Rhodes match. So, so would you believe I'd actually sort of totally forgotten about that promo that I loved? See, that's that's what I was talking about when I said, and you and you said the Dan Lambert thing, and I was like, no, Cody, not not Brandon. Right? Yeah, I guess uh, that's me, Zoobs. You know, oh, what's a goldfish? What did I see ten minutes ago? That's what I'm talking about. You're right. Three weeks ago, at this point, Cody Rhodes gives a sort of an impassioned weirdo all over the place speech under a couple of ladders in the middle of the ring. It was very divisive. I think you and I both really enjoyed it. I'm gonna rewatch that promo today. I bet that hits differently knowing that uh he's put out a statement saying that he's leaving now definitely going to be worth a rewatch there and sort of uh add some gravity again listen did cody shoot himself in the foot constantly by like that promo should have hit so much differently but everybody's like oh what's the meta here no one's actually taking this as a goodbye farewell statement on everything because they're like oh cody's 
teasing going and all this so, you know that, that's a little disappointing but i love that promo and i'm very curious to see how it plays now knowing what we do uh that's a great shout but yeah the brandy i have, I have no idea I, I didn't know what that was as it was happening i know even less of what that was uh knowing now that it's the last thing that brandy ever does is is be pulled apart from Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, yeah she got chased out of they got chased out of aw by dan lambert and pvc that's true <laughs> Yeah, you take the heat. Got out of the kitchen. I bet you anything Dan Lambert will say something like that this week. Torque Penderloin saying, "Fuck work, Josh. I agree. Work is fake, and none of us should have to do it." Hey, just yeah. Anybody here's a, a knows anything about um, like electrician stuff? I'm having a I'm having an electricity issue in my bathroom, and it's been really annoying. Oh, text me the issue. I will just text Mumpa. I, I every one of my family is a tradesman. There you go. I will. Um, and I will just forward whatever you message me to them, <laughs> and we will go from there. Zeus today felt like a seismic wrestling day. Yeah, I, I, love, I, I am love this stuff. Buzzing love transactions. You love rumors. Uh, this is what makes the biz so fun. Um, now we get to sort. We get to sort of see is is where this goes. The leadership structure at AEW is different. Like that's sort of a low right. key a low key thing that we sort of um, obviously won't play out uh, as as visibly as as you know some of the other stuff, but. Um, is Dustin going to stick around? Is is Dustin going to say, "Hey, I could be a, I could be a teacher over there"? Are we still going to so see? So Dustin Goldberg? has Dustin has tweeted since we've been on air about this, saying that he is staying. He loves AEW. Uh, he actually just tweeted out. I suppose a lot of people having the same question as you. Uh, what does this mean for Dustin? But Zoobs, I think it was uh, Eric who called in. This is a while ago, but said that he found it interesting. And if this wasn't Eric, I apologize. Somebody called in and pointed out something really smart uh, that it felt like backstage. There were Cody guys in terms of AW, right? Like when you watch the vlogs, when you watch Being the Elite, none of the stuff we especially partake in, but people can sort of inform us in. It feels like there's a, a young buck side of the locker room and a co not side as in there's division and tension, but there's definitely Cody guys and young buck guys and girls going down from there. So we interested to see does somebody else take up that role? What does it do for AW leadership? It really presents more questions than answers. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. And this sort of rumors and the the rumor mill and all this sort of stuff. It's fun. Like it just sort of is it is a fun thing to do uh and a fun way to sort of bring along to bring along this uh this world that we're living in. And 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 I I've said many times that the most fun part of sports sometimes is the transactions and the rumors about transactions and the fallout of transactions. And um, as fun as it has been for it to be a one-way street and everybody sort of be coming to AEW and be like, oh, they're finally going to get excited and get used, it was a matter of time before that goes the other way. As much as, as much as you know, you and I are very big proponents of you can never have a much, enough talent and, and you're going you're gonna to be able to find room for all these guys. Um, it's not a huge stretch to think of, you know, if, if the general public is thinking, oh, there's only so much to go around and we're going to run out of this. It only makes sense that people that are in that locker room are going to feel the same way eventually. And uh, if Cody was, I don't want to speak on his behalf, but like feeling pressure either from the other EVPs or other guys, other guys and girls in the locker room or just didn't feel like it was what he wanted to do. Uh, I think this is a major move. I'm excited. Like, I think this is, I think this is great personally. I, I, I think it's healthy. I think it's good. I think it's sort of the logical, um, not end point, but I'll say this. It's the logical beginning, I think, of what I would call chapter three of AEW and WWE coinciding.
I love that. Maybe we can dive in a, a little bit more to chapter three. A couple things I want to hit, but that feels like a great note to close on in terms of what the Cody exit might mean for AEW. But a couple things I'd like to touch on if we can, Zoobs. Did we not? Did we stop our wrestling brains at two and not turn them all the way up to three when we were trying to predict Cody behavior based off of what he thought his dad would do? Is there a chance that Cody Rhodes has left AEW? And like Scoots Brodo points out in the chat, the Midnight Rider, baby, is going to debut on uh, AEW Wednesday. Is there a chance that a, a man under a mask is going for the AEW World Heavyweight title because Cody Rhodes can't come Wednesday? Once, ag- once again. Rhodes, I never heard him, baby. <laughs> once again. <laughs> Who's that, that, daddy? I'm that the does, Midnight Rider. If that does happen, it's that's 12 out of 10 for me. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the we forgive Eddie Cody misscrapping. So, Zooms, let's, if we can... Go a little positive on Cody here, because while we think this last year has had its ups and downs, and of course, viewers of the show will know sort of where we are on that. I don't think we need to retread it. But let's talk about Cody's positive impact in AEW, because it we could spend an hour talking about it. When I talk about the great moments in Cody Rhodes' AEW, I know you brought up the Dustin match. I know you talked about certain promos. But in terms of his importance to AEW, in terms of starting it, that first year, he's one of the most over guys. Can you talk about Cody and AEW positively for a minute here, Zoops? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say, you know, in my mind, um, Cody versus Dustin was sort of the first, like, I don't want to say it was the first great match, but it was a, it was a, the first, like, oh, guys are going to come over here and, and be different and, and, and really be able to grasp onto this. And, yes. and I know a phrase you like to say, chase glory a little bit over here. This is going to be that place where guys can... Um, let loose and sort of be the version of themselves they've always wanted to be. I think that is was really important. I think, uh, you know, he, he was really important in, in laying the groundwork. I think, you know, you talked about the stuff that's in the book about, about sort of the way the, the pecking order went out. Um, Cody Jericho was a hot feed. That's a, that's a good one. Chad, if you want to share some positive ones as well. But I think Cody's Please. really important in that way of like, I think we've all worked on projects where – you know, everyone brings something different, and I think Cody is was really important for like convincing these guys that it, it wasn't a crazy. I, I don't know if this, any of this happens without Cody. Like that, that is not that crazy of a thing to to, to say. Like, let's go all the way. Whether he was, he comfortable- was the one, the big. Like, he was willing to grow to think bigger, right? Yeah. Um. So I think that's I think that's really admirable, and I think he's somebody that, um. You know, again, regardless of your taste, regardless of your. Um, preferences and, and of any of the matches and any of the moments um, he's somebody that I found inspiration from in in that time of that like you know it was undesirable to undeniable that sort of thing the, the sort of the Fred Van Vliet bet on yourself that like if things aren't going the yeah. way you need them to go um, just start doing it and and can keep doing it until somebody notices I think that's a really important thing and that sort of has been was the ethos of the yes. early parts of this company and I think uh, again, I sort of referenced chapter three is I think that's what got them through part one and got them to the level at part two where they could start bringing in this elite talent. And now we go into part three where it's like we're sort of now at this playing field where like some of these pieces are going to start shuffling around and, and contract lengths. Um, I think it's really important and I think it's really cool and uh, interesting. Um, I think he's done plenty of good and I think there's a lot of inspiration to take from that. So. Um, overall, I think it is a very positive experience and a, and a necessary, important guy. Zoops, agree with everything you said. I also love the road to get there. You remember the Cody list when he left WWE? Yes. And he wrote out all these people he wanted to write. Kurt Angle, Chris Hero, Jay Lethal. I forget, but the that moment, so effective. The New Japan run, 
is a, a giant shift in what the Elite is. Now, in some ways, for the worse, but it's a giant shift. That Abushi match kicks ass. I'm glad somebody called out the Jericho feud and match, which is something that I really enjoyed as well and sort of gets forgotten, I think, in the history of AEW. And again, I think some of that is his own fault, like constantly making this effort to blur things and, and whatever else. He is decidedly blurring what he wants people to think of him, and I think you're going to get some of the negative that comes with that too. But something that can't be taken from him is how fucking over he was. Like, it's one of the things in wrestling that I admire most. I defend people all the time based off of overness. You know, you say the Sandman's a bad wrestler. Ryback's a bad wrestler. Well, if, if you can get over on a giant scale, I think it's basically impossible for a bad wrestler to do that. And at the start of AEW, consider what this means. Out the gate, you have what you're seeing as some of the best in-ring workers in the world. People, guys, people that are dying to cheer for. Cody's the most over guy on that roster. He's the mm -hmm. number one most over person at the start of AEW. His, his babyface entrances are like 10-minute Undertaker people, Cody, Cody, and you can't take that from him. If he ever wants to be the returning hero babyface again, I think he can click in and people would be ready to uh, embrace that. So, yeah, a giant credit to AEW was Cody Rhodes, and uh, very excited to see what his next step is. Uh, somebody in the chat passing along that there's a his promo that's on YouTube only at the end of uh, his loss at Beach Break was sort of references what's going on. So I'm just gonna play that for us. Sure, hit it. match just as quickly as you won that TNT title, it has slipped out of your hands. The question now is, Cody, what is next for Cody Rhodes? Uh, this is such a bizarre uh, story, but as uh, my dad used to coach our football team. I remember the uh, last game of the season, uh, we played the Walton Raiders. The last game of the season, we weren't going to playoffs. It didn't matter. We lost. We were in seventh grade. I'll never forget this. And everyone's expecting it's the last game of the season. We're going to, oh, great season. We're going to do the banquet, all this. And we lost. We got our ass kicked. And it's similar because tonight I lost. And I'll never forget. And when all those parents were circled around him, he, they thought he was going to say something inspirational, something significant about what a great season. And he just told them, I have a bad taste in my mouth. Because wrestling is about the ones who win. Man, I ought to know. I lost for eight years. I really ought to know. So something as silly as a, a wrestling match isn't silly at all to me. Uh, the winner's purse isn't remotely fictional to me. The winners make more than the losers. The winners sit in first class. The winners wear the TNT championship. I, I feel at least positive about the fact that it's on someone like Sammy Guevara. It's on someone who I helped bring here, recruited, wrestled in the very first match on Dynamite, in Dynamite history, the first match is Sammy versus myself, and here we are on TBS, we've only grown, our audience has grown, our ratings have grown, it's paradise, right? You asked for post-match comments, so there's so many elephants in the room. This is an insane week in wrestling. People think that the Sean Ross story is BS, it's not. I am working here without a contract. I'm not even on payroll anymore. I'm working here on a handshake deal. That is 100% legitimate, I swear, on Pharaoh's life. If you want to know how serious things got, but I can tell you this. I have never felt more at home than under those lights, wrestling for the TNT title, a title that will never, ever, ever be secondary because of matches like that. Old school promoters will tell you the title can make the man or the man can make the title. At this point, we don't know which is which.
I'm very proud of Sammy Guevara. I absolutely wish I could go home to my baby girl, to my other, my family, and say, hey, TNT champ, once again, a belt that was synonymous with my name, doesn't look like it's gonna be just about me. Brody, Miro, Darby, Sammy, myself. I'm slow when it comes to rematches, but maybe I won't be so slow on getting my rematch on this one, but for now, I'm gonna take a beat, get with Arn. Arn's been there for my whole career. I'm gonna think about it again. An insane week where I have heard the most wonderful, crazy things from all walks of the wrestling world on what it is that I do next. But like I said, I've never felt more at home than wrestling for that title in front of a crowd like that. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, man, he has, for all of his all of his faults, and I think this is part of what makes... Uh, we'll, we'll close out here so you can get back to work here in a minute. Uh, this is what I, makes, got, I got some more time. We can go a little bit. This is sort of what makes to me the the blurred lines and the sort of stuff that he did almost almost sort of annoying is like he is really capable of yes, of, like he has that and, I, and I, it's obviously be like the dusty because it's his dad, but like that like reach through the screen thing and be like this is this is just me talking from my heart. He's always had that, um, and there all of his best moments I would say in AEW showcase that. Um, I think uh, it's it's a, an innate skill that he really has. Um, interesting. I, I, I don't know. That that promo is obviously a promo on a show, and, and it's in AEW when he talks in AEW in glowing terms. I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly what his next step is. and I, I don't know if he does either, um, but that, it depends. That promo really makes me think he does come back to AEW one day, though. Really makes me think that. Nevermore at home, the TNT title... I share a bond with lists every former champion there. I don't know. Is this is this as simple as he's going to do Mania and come back? Like, could it be a one appearance deal with New York? I feel like that sort of thing is in play here. Not, not you know, one night there, one night the next. But I, I think Cody can leave and come back in a shorter turnaround time than people are making it out to be. Are you saying under a year? I mean, I'm dealing with very little info. Yeah. And I, I bet you by next Wednesday, I could probably give you a, a firmer answer. But can I can I have a a year from the Monday after Mania? Sure. Then sure, yeah, I'll take that. Awesome. Although my real guess was going to be all out the following September, so that'd be like a year and year seven and a half. Or eight months. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, that's reasonable. And September and would is. I think would be would be pretty big. Um, yeah, I mean, Cody is in the DNA, right? Like, he's inextricable from AEW in a way he isn't in New York. Yeah. Like, even his dad. Like, he, New York is celebrated, Dusty, but it's not. he's not a WWE wrestler. He's not a WWE, certainly not a superstar. Neither is Cody. Yeah, and you you certainly, like, if you were doing a best of Dusty Rhodes, like, basically none of it would be in WWE. You basically have, like, zero moments from WWF. Unless you thought him dancing in polka dots was funny. I mean, that... Which it is. <laughs> Which low-key, it sort of is. Yeah, I mean, it is. No one loves a fat guy dancing like Vince McMahon. No one in history. It's like when they, when, uh, anyway. Uh, Bobby Burrito saying, that's how that promo made me feel too, yeah. Eric Hartman saying a few years could be. Fruits Redible saying the opposite. That one day will be a few weeks from now. Yeah, could be also. Uh, and there should be some healthy skepticism for going back there, says Dennis Dirty Work. Yeah, that's the part that Zoobs and I were actually texting about before this. It's like, that's the part that's hard to believe is that somebody who's seen New York up close is like, yeah, I'll go back to that. But again, he, 
it's easy to believe the backstage at AEW is most toxic for a for Cody Rhodes over everybody else back there. Not yeah. toxic, but that he is a separate guy in a way that few others are. Yeah, I think that's absolutely correct. Um, yeah, really, really exciting. I think it's really exciting. Pointing out viscera. Another Chateau legendary. Lobby. Man, if Cody goes back to WWE, I got to rekindle with an old girlfriend since we're going past, back to places where we got fucked. <laughs> 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 Happy Valentine's Day. Um, Happy yeah. Valentine's Day is right. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah, totally. I, I uh, sort of share your thoughts on this, Josh, as I think if he comes back, you sort of have that initially when he first comes back, he's going to get booked very well. But it, it won't be – it'll be three months or less where he's sort of back to – being in the machine but again maybe that's you know i think that's sometimes we think that's a worse fate as fans than than sometimes people involved especially if he's not feeling that he has that much sway in aew anyway if he's, if he's not enjoying that locker right. room anyway it's like it's not it's not doesn't sound like he was having the time of his life anymore so this is what Who's that's in what the locker room in new york that cody is boys with i'm trying to think who's still there that's like a because i associate him with like yeah zach ryder gone now Brian, Ziggler probably Ryback. New Day yeah Ziggler yeah yeah Ziggler's a good shout the New like, Day that's guys, a different probably. locker room too yeah. than the one he left right like Rollins and Reigns are on top I, I don't know how those guys like it's like oh Cody Rhodes is going to be a big deal here like the, the guy who is I don't know it's gonna be interesting to see like again I'm not gonna be watching New York but the the meta of it is deeply interesting to me if all this goes down yeah I think it's cool again I th I think and then if he's is... just on Dynamite tomorrow we look like absolute idiots but that's the risky run going on the record Awesome. Uh, Zoops, anything you want to say? Uh, I'll just ask everybody, drop a follow if you're here for the first time. I see a bunch of first-time chatters. Really appreciate having you here. Come back Wednesdays and Mondays. You're going to love the programming you see, I think. Certainly Wednesdays, if you like this, because it's just Zooms and I talking about AW, which is largely what we've done here. And then, of course, Mondays, 8 a.m. in the West, 11 in the East. Paul Sebastian hosts Wrestling Brain First Contact, where he goes over the wrestling news and notes of the weekend, watches indie wrestling. It's a great time. Uh, wrestling underscore brain on Twitter. We'd greatly appreciate that. Zoobs, I'll give you the last word here. Uh, Hitsmurl says, I can't stand Cody, but this makes me root for him again a bit. I think this is the second time that he's done that. Where like, yeah. I think I think leaving, <laughs> leaving WWE in the first place, I think it was like, well, I I hope he, like, I, I was like, oh, I, I, this huge WWE Cody fan. It's like, he had some good stuff. He had the Rhodes Scholar, which was That's pretty true. good, and dashing Cody Rhodes was pretty good. But it was good in that, like, you're giving it the WWE sort of, uh, crutch way, where it's like, yeah, it's this sort of enjoyable thing on a show that I like that is going to be bad in within the next three weeks. Uh, right. <laughs> I think uh, I think it, he really earned some goodwill, and now he's earning it again, and I'm excited to see. I, I hope again. I hope this continues. I think the good thing about this and and stuff like this and and the bridge the other way, um, was that you know there's a freedom and there's there's a there's all these guys Cody and and everybody else included is like if you have things that you want to do and 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 things that play a guy that you want to be and ideas like there's going to be a place for you whether it be the place you're in now or the other one and 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 that sort of um allows these guys the freedom to reinvent themselves to chase their dreams to chase that glory to come up with their ideas and and be who they want to be i think it's really important and a really cool time for wrestling so that makes me really excited and i'm uh Excited to see it because, like, again, his leaving WWE at the time maybe didn't feel huge, but ended up having this enormous ripple effect. And we'll see if that happens again here. It'll be more difficult, obviously, because of the established things. But uh, who knows what this what this begins? Just an important question here in the chat to close us out, uh, Zeus, from Eric Douglas. 
Can we please talk about how bad New York treated Dana Brock was last night? I could I can't tell you anything about anything New York's done in a year. So who is Dana Brock? Dana Brook, I assume. Are we talking Brock Lesnar? <laughs> talking about New York, me? <laughs> Dana Brock Lesnar is uh, <laughs> once she gets on the gas. Uh, Zoobs, I'll give uh, <laughs> this question's killing me. <laughs> Dana Brock. It's really good. Uh, how bad, listen, however bad they treated her, I, I would never watch New York, so I don't know, but uh, Monday Night Raw seems like I'd rather be doing anything else, but I'll say this about Dana Brock. However bad they're treating her, uh, she's one of the only wrestlers I've seen mess up their own finisher multiple times. So I'm not sure how good, it's rare to see. It's like, that's your move. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. It's like, come on, drop him on something else. That's the, you can't, you can't, you can't fuck up your own finisher a couple times. Can't do that. Uh, Zoops, if I give one last plug t for my Patreon, of course, if you saw, heard me say everybody was buzzing this morning about the news, that could be you on any wrestling day. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. $5 gets you into my Discord. You can talk about wrestling and so much else with the hunks in the chat. And Zoops yesterday posted the second week of ECW month rolls on with Wrestlepalooza. Comedian Jordan Desharm and I review the 1997 best reviewed ECW pay per view, Wrestlepalooza, with a sort of legendary uh, feud block between Tommy Dreamer and Raven at the center of it. So definitely go check that out if you're interested. Yes, and a quick thank you for Ruble MJ for the follow, uh, Jigsaw Nerd for the follow, Bougie Nagata, excellent screen name for the follow, and <laughs> Maddie Friggin <laughs> Maddie Frigancy uh, for the six months on subbing. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody who came Thanks, out for uh, a quick short, uh, a quick short notice one. But uh, this is this is the fun of of being at home and having this flexibility. I, I always want to do stuff like this. And I think Cody, clearly the audience dictates to us that Cody retire, uh, Cody leaving AEW is a, is a big enough thing to get us to do this. So yeah, push, push for, uh, push for emergency streams. If something big happens, just spam emergency stream at us, unless it's Wednesday and then we'll just go on AEW. Speaking of that, we will see you, the two of us, Josh and me, we will be right back here, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, immediately following AEW Dynamite. We will do a full follow. We're going to have uh, some segments and uh, tons of good stuff. Very exciting. Who knows what we're going to see. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow for AEW Dudes after Dynamite. Until then, we grant you love and energy. Dana Brock. <laughs>